Support contracts are all about the people the contractor bids with, their qualifications and experience. Sometimes contractors need to find and hire people necessary for a successful bid. In one case, though, the Air Force gave a bidder just a couple of days to do what can take a couple of months. With more on this protest case, procurement attorney Joseph Petrillo of Petrillo and Powell. And, Joe, this is one that kind of meant a lot of back and forth between the Air Force and the bidders and so on. Tell us about the case. Sure. This was a competition for a task order under the uh, GSA's OASIS Multiple Award Vehicle. And this one was uh, restricted to small businesses. And the two main competitors were MCR Federal, uh, which filed ultimately filed a protest. And it's um, a competition uh, to collote research. Uh, and the uh, uh, the competition involved a task order for administrative financial and acquisition support for space launches. So it's pretty high-tech stuff. Um, the evaluation was best value with three factors, and uh, in order of importance, they were technical expertise, cost price, and personnel management. And as you might imagine, uh, the proposed staffing was the most important part of the evaluation. Uh, there was a an initial set of proposals, and then the Air Force conducted what they called interchanges, which were described as fluid interactions with offerors that may address any aspect of the proposal. Uh, the use of that term presumably is to distinguish them from discussions, you know, which are, which is the term in the usual rules under par, FAR Part 15 for negotiated procurements. This is a task order procurement and doesn't need to be quite as uh, formal as a, a procurement under Part four, uh, 15, but in any event, it does have some minimal rules. The Air Force made a source selection decision and uh, Tecolote won out, MCR Federal lost. There's a pretty uh, dramatic price difference. The task order award amount was about $73 million. And MCR's proposal was $46 million. So it asked for a debriefing, got it, and found out that its proposal had been um, marked down for not having enough staff with senior-level experience in this uh, fairly uh, specialized field. So they brought a protest at GAO and objected to that. Uh, the Air Force decided it was not going to contest the protest and took corrective action and then uh, reopened the competition and had another round of exchanges. Uh, in this second round, it identified uh, that the vast majority of the, the staff proposed by MCR did not have uh, high, high enough level experience. Um, MCR then realized it had to do a significant amount of recruiting uh, to fill in uh, staff which which did meet those those terms um, but at that point as you mentioned the Air Force said well uh, you have two days uh, before final proposal revisions are due and by the way is um, that unusual for the for an agency to tell a contractor here's what you need to do to make a more competitive bid and then let them go do that that seems a little Odd. Well, it depends on on what's necessary. Uh, the first go around, the interchanges, they said, "Well, your your staffing matrix isn't completely filled in, so fill it in." And you know, something like that, where they presumably already have the information, just need to present it. 
maybe you can have a tight time limit. But um, this is a very short time period. Uh, two days they gave them. Uh, two days initially. MCR uh, filed a protest immediately and said, there's not enough time. So the Air Force ex- you know, extended it by another six days for eight days total. So MCR said, well, it's still not enough time. They wanted at least 30. That's what they said in their protest, at least 30 days to do this. Um, the Air Force did not fur- give any further extensions, so GAO had to uh, had to decide the protest. We're speaking with federal procurement attorney Joseph Petrillo, and so this was almost like a continuously protested situation. You just mentioned well, three right. protests. Uh, MCR, I guess, must have felt that it was in an impossible situation, couldn't possibly... Um, uh, do what it had to in eight days to get a, an acceptable proposal, an acceptable and potentially winning proposal in. So the Government Accountability Office summarized the rules uh, for these discussions and the amount of, peer, of time that people need to have to submit proposal revisions. And basically, it is subject to the discretion of the contracting officer, and it only needs to be a reasonable amount of time. So as you might imagine, most people who protest not having enough time, uh, don't clear that hurdle. It's not a protest that's very often granted. In this instance, however, uh, GAO held that if what MCR had to do was to recruit and negotiate employment agreements with a substantial number of highly skilled and experienced people. Eight days just isn't enough to do that, and the protest was sustained. So uh, the Air Force, I think, didn't do itself any favors by coming in with what seemed to be a uh, on its face uh, an absurdly short period of time, uh, and they they lost this protest. It's kind of an unusual one, as I've mentioned. Most of these don't don't succeed. And you also uh, have noted that the decision was made back in December, but it took until now for GAO to publish that result. Do we know what happened in the interim period? Uh, no, they, they they haven't really filled that in, filled in the details. Uh, uh, presumably, uh, the procurement went on with an adequate amount of time. MCR had its opportunity to see if it could provide enough staff. Uh, and uh, uh, with obviously, there might have been some cost impact on that. Maybe some of the price differential went away. Uh, it, it, it's an interesting story, and, and GAO does not... Uh, does not fill in the gaps into uh, what exactly happened. So we don't know whether MCR simply tried to recruit the staff away from the winning bidder. Well, that would have been an obvious thing to try, uh, but uh, it has. And, you know, obviously, when you're when you're going in that direction, you you're probably going to have to pay people at least as much as they're getting already. Sure, plus free breakfast or something. So what what <laughs> what, what effect do you think this will have? Is this kind of a far-reaching one of those cases that maybe sets some precedents? Uh, I think I don't know that it's going to set any precedent, but I think that the, you know, the agencies are well advised. Uh, you know, when they use type time limit, type tight time limits, um, unless there is a situation of true urgency and, and there's no alternative, um, they should at least try to be reasonable. And uh, if something looks, you know, extremely tight it's going to have to have a good reason. Yeah, reasonable, I guess, depends on what it is they're being asked to do. Two days to go get exactly. a quart of milk is one thing, but two days to hire 25 people, something else entirely. Exactly. Joseph Petrillo is a procurement attorney with Petrillo and Powell. Thanks so much. You're welcome. 
We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.